Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute, right? That is because I do this podcast based on what feels relevant in the now, in the moment. So unlike a lot of podcasters who are do the weekly thing and, and, and whatever, for me, with all of the other things that I have going on, I don't want to waste your time by just putting content out there so I can check a box off and say, okay, I've done that for the week. When it comes to my Million Dollar Monday market updates, because the market has transitioned so drastically, I am putting a pause on that because I feel like there's already enough noise. So if you are coming to me, you know that I'm still available to give you your very customized, updated market report. Otherwise, please reach out to me if you need a referral and or to your local real estate agent because the market right now is so micro. What's going on in LA is different than what's going on in New York. And that has not the way that it has always been. It's not. The reason that we did global reports is because I could see trends like what was going on in London would transition into New York and then we would feel it in LA. So I could see trends in, you know, when we started doing these literally um, almost 10 years ago with the Million Dollar Monday market updates. So that's the update on that. Today's podcast is about kind of what's going on with what I see in the market as a whole for anyone that's in a small business that is an entrepreneur. Of course, this is going to be directed more towards real estate agents, but the truth of the matter is real estate agents are just like someone who's opened up a spa or someone who owns an Etsy shop. We're all entrepreneurs and you just have to change the glossary of terms. So for me, it's really important in this market. And when I say market, I'm talking about economic, cultural, spiritual arena that we are in, in 2023. It is so important for you to be so very viscerally clear about who you are and what you stand for and making sure that you're not playing safe. Talks of recessions, I literally, before I started this podcast, got an email from a marketing firm that is shutting down. So we're going to see more and more and more of that. And that's just the nature of the ebb and flow of life. If you start to tighten up and close in, you're going to close yourself off. So that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about how you as an entrepreneur, as a real estate agent can stop playing small and show up for yourself and for your business and capitalize and grow your market and grow your business in today's climate. I'm going to be going over three ways that you can stop playing small. Again, regardless of whether you're a real estate agent or not, this is applicable to you. The first and foremost for me 
always is. And just so you know, when I checked my notes with chat GPT, this was the first thing that they posted as well. <laughs> and if you're not checking your notes with chat GPT, I would be doing that. So the first one is the importance of personal branding. So in our highly competitive eyeball time on brand real estate market, it is absolutely essential for you to stand out, to be very clear in your messaging and have a unique point of difference. I also call it your unique brand identity, your UBI. So this involves identifying your unique value proposition and communicating that effectively to your potential clients through whatever various marketing channels that you favor. So social media, email marketing, networking events, and we could clearly discuss other strategies for developing compelling personal brands and ways to leverage so that you can attract more business. But what I suggest is that first and foremost, you guys know I love Kajabi. I have been with Kajabi forever. My ebook that I just launched, The Way of the Realtor, is based off of Kajabi being a character. I actually had an agent have an issue with that. An agent who doesn't have a platform to communicate her personal branding and all of these. So be very careful when you're sitting on the other side and you don't have your stuff together that you spend time pointing fingers at people that are offering free methods that actually are reinforcing their personal branding, i.e. my The Way of the Realtor ebook reinforces my theceoagent.com program to help agents organize their operational and branding side of their business so that they are autonomous and run their own business. So if you don't have that piece of your real estate business house in place, it's a must, an absolute must. There is no winging it. There is no fake it till you make it in this kind of market. You have to have a clear plan and a clear strategy, and it has to be implemented consistently with massive, massive discipline. Meaning when you don't want to show up, when you feel like cock-a-doodle-doo, i.e. I get migraines, kind of have a slight one right now, it doesn't matter. Show up. Unless you're puking and you have to go to the hospital and there's an emergency situation, then you're going to have to show up right now. You can give yourself grace and space and time, absolutely, because that's the only way that you heal. I believe in balance. But pay attention to your body. Pay attention to whether it's your ego saying, oh, you can't actually do this versus you physically actually needing to stop. So pick your social media game plan. What are your marketing channels going to be? If you're not using your Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, what, whichever one that it is, is like your absolute favorite. Start with that one, please. Don't be freaking all over the place. Start with the one. And if you're not using that to redirect people back to you by gathering their very important email. Keep in mind that an email is like having someone's key to their house. You know how you like give your neighbor a key, like when you're out of town and say, Hey, can you go get my mail and put it inside? Well, when somebody gives you their email address, 
raises their hand and says, yeah, you know what? I like you. I trust you enough. Here's my email. It's the same as someone giving you their key to their house. So honor that. But in order to honor that, you have to have a funnel, a pathway for that to get to you. Okay. So number one, the importance of personal branding. You have to know who you are. That comes with colors, that comes with fonts, that comes with a logo. And a logo can just be a signature. It can just be words, meaning it doesn't have to be a symbol. Okay. So Denise Duff, who is a friend of mine who owns a skincare line, it's hers is called In Your Face Skincare. It's just I-N-Y-O-U-R-F-A-C-E. That's her logo. It's just the words. So don't overcomplicate it. And please know this, that what you start out with is not what you possibly could be today. My live excellence, L-I-V-E excellence.com started out as more of a speaking platform where I offered coaching courses, et cetera. That logo that I started out with was a green and yellow heart with like a ballerina stick figure dancer in the middle. Cause I always wanted to be a ballerina. Nobody knows that, but I did, but just didn't never happen. I was really good at tap anyway. So that is now turned into my butterfly with my name that says Laura Dowdy coaching. So it's live excellence coaching by Laura Dowdy, because I highly believe still very much I'm connected with the word excellence because I don't believe in perfection, blah, blah, blah. So you can see, like I can go on and on and on and on about the depth and level of research and a time and attention that I've put on my branding. Additionally, my butterfly that is live excellence coaching by Laura Dowdy is the monarch butterfly which is in alignment with my Monarch real estate. So it kind of made more sense to switch from the heart of the dancer person to the butterfly because it's in alignment and it's not so different than my Monarch real estate piece. So you can have multiple brands and they can connect and communicate with each other, but you have to start with understanding who you are, what your branding is and having a plan and a strategy and communicating that consistently. Did I beat that horse to death? Okay. The second one, and I started this out with talking about chat GPT, is embracing technology and innovation. So the pandemic, keeping us quarantined and all of that is what has amplified this massive quantum leap in technology. Keeping things stifled creates an explosion. So with the rise of these online real estate platforms and the digital marketing tools that we have at our fingertips, it's so very, very important that more than ever for real estate agents, they have to stay up to date with whatever is on the rise. Doesn't necessarily mean that everything that is coming out is in alignment with you and what you need, but you need to know. There's nothing more not cool than you walking into a listing presentation or a consulting conversation with a client and them bringing up the latest, greatest technology and you going, huh, what, what you talking about, Willis? Not cool. In addition to knowing them and being aware of them, embracing the new tools and the platforms, agents, you can streamline your workflow 
it increases your efficiency, it provides a complete, way better overall experience for your clients. Again, you're going to get sick of hearing this. That's why I love Kajabi. It's because it creates the experience. I have always loved Disney. Now I'm not like, I have, I know some people that live and breathe it, like actually even have their own social media account, which I think is freaking adorable. Do you all day, every day. But what I know about Disney, they have an underground Disney and they have what we all get to see. So what goes on behind the scenes is you can see the characters walking around with their heads off. You know, they're much more casual. So they have very, very strict, clear guidelines of who they are, what their branding is. And there's an underground Disney of how you act. And then there's what shows up on top. So my point is, is that their underground Disney is tight. Like they know that the minute that they walk out that door, it is go time. They are on. And that is no different for what any of us do as business owners. The minute you walk out that door, you are on. And you have to exude and exemplify who you are and what your branding is. And when you see somebody, you should have technology and processes and platforms in place so that when you say, hey, this is me, I would like to connect, bing, bam, boom. Let's just say you get their email and you log it into your system. It is possible for the minute that you log it into your system that there's an auto responder email drafted that immediately sends them an email. Can you imagine meeting someone at an event and you get their information and as you're leaving the event and you get into your car and you start to look at your phone and you start scrolling through your emails, that person that you just met has already sent you an email? Please, who do you think is going to get that client? It's going to be me because that's my system. Okay. So clearly we can have a conversation. Happy to talk with you at any point about what are the most impactful technologies for you as a real estate agent, for you as a business owner, and you have to stay ahead of the curve. It's really fun. Like literally spend an hour a week, block out an hour a week on your calendar and set aside that time to just go through chat GPT, go through, is it vidIQ? I think that's what it is. Anyway, there are so many amazing tools, y'all. Don't be weird about it. Like a lot of agents were just weird about not having an office to go into. It's just the, excuse my French, a fucking mindset. Get over yourself. Find what works for you, but don't make an excuse to stay small because you are uncomfortable with being a little more disciplined and having to be a little more accountable with your time, because you can do this. Make sure that you are embracing technology and being innovative. The third one is investing in growth. To truly stop playing small, all of us need to be willing to invest time and resources into growing our businesses. This can involve hiring additional staff like a virtual assistant, even a part-time personal assistant. You can expand into new markets or new niches. Like I started about 
almost coming on four weeks now, about a month ago, I started a new niche, which is called the Midlife Mogul, because just like this podcast, it's called the Experiment Podcast. Entrepreneurship is an experiment. Walking out every single day of your life is an experiment. There is no proven pathway to get you to where you're going. You are testing with errors and emissions every day. (laughs) You need your errors and emissions insurance policy in place because sometimes we go down the wrong path. But expanding into a new market. So for example, I'm in Malibu. I am so excited to have new partners in Westlake, Agora, downtown LA, Newport Beach. We also have new agents coming on in Northern California. If you're interested in joining our team, we're looking in a lot of other high-end luxury areas. Just go to jointeammonarch.com and you can see the areas that we're looking to partner with. Regardless, there are things that you can be doing right now. Growing your team. There are people that want to be in your space. You don't have to be a rainmaker in order to grow a team. I do not provide, I've never, ever, ever, ever provided leads for my agents. I started in 1997 with Harry Norman Realtors and I never got a lead from them other than sitting at the front desk. So in order for me to get that lead, I had to put in the hours. They didn't just hand it to me because they were Harry Norman Realtors. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that there are leads that come into brokerages that are given to the top, you know, five agents, top three agents consistently. But if you're not one of those, then you need to be looking at expanding into new markets and growing your team. The other thing is, is investing in marketing campaigns. When you have a platform like Kajabi, you don't need Zillow because you can create your own funnels. There's nothing more attractive or more productive than creating a video that is 100% all about you and who you are and what you have to offer for the clients, putting that out there into the ether targeted specifically to the most marketing savvy marketing agency on the planet, Facebook, Meta now, giving them that information and saying, hey, here's who I want to go after, putting that out there, creating that funnel, providing value to your clients and trickling in those leads. So if you're sitting here throwing money at a company that is building their own brokerage and just losing money left and right, instead of investing that into your own business, literally shame on you for not spending more time in finding a better way. Because I've been here, this is what I preach and have been preaching, and I'm happy, happy, happy to help you. The last piece on investing in your growth is pursuing education and training. Shocker that as a coach, I'm going to tell you to invest in education and training. But just so you know, chat GPT did also have this as the third (laughs) item. So I know that spending money and investing additional revenue streams when maybe the poor has kind of gone to a trickle or maybe it's at a drip right now. I know that freaks you out, but there is nothing like playing all in when you are all in. If your skin is not in the game at a level that it scares you, you're playing too small. And do not talk to me about, well, this investment strategist says that this is what's wise. Listen, the universe 
is massively abundant. Every single day, it continues to thrive. Listen to ignorance or follow the laws of the universe. It's up to you. Now, I'm not telling you to play stupid. I'm not telling you to go buy 10 Starbucks every day when you can make that stuff at home. Like there are smart choices that you can make. But investing in growing your business, aligning yourself with someone or a program that can elevate where you currently are to one, two, three, 10 levels higher, no brainer. You're wasting your time if you think that that is a scary thing to do. The difference between scary and exciting is literally a choice. I choose the word to be exhilarated by those things that stretch me versus being scared. It goes without saying that by investing in your business, you can not only increase your revenue and profitability, but you will have more opportunities to attract not only more clients, but other business in general. And that will last you a lifetime. These things that I'm talking about, these three things have an avalanche effect to them. And the last thing that I want to talk about is because I know what a lot of you are saying, probably sitting on the other side of this, listening to this, or like, I'm a little scared. Here are some common fears and obstacles that a lot of agents face when it comes to investing in your growth. And here's just some tips of how you can overcome them. Maybe the first one for you is just fear of failure in general. You're not alone because it is one of the most common fears that everybody faces. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, doesn't matter if you're an employee. We all at some level have stepped into the space of fear of failure. You may be worrying that if you invest time and resources into your business, that it's not going to work out, that you literally will just be wasting your time and money. However, it is important to remember that it is a natural part of the growth process. Every successful business owner has experienced setbacks and failures along the way. If you're not learning, you're not failing. In order to learn, there is a little piece of a failure. Like that's why you go to the gym. When you are working out, you are failing that muscle. That muscle has to work until failure in order for it to grow. If you just change your mindset of what failure actually is, I call it failing forward because that's really what you're doing. Like you're just, you're stepping into something and it might be quicksand and it might be a piece of concrete that gives you like the next step up. I don't know, but either way, you're going to come out of it. And one way is to focus on setting goals and creating a detailed plan for achieving them. Guess what? I have my own 30-day daily planner that will be hitting the market either the day that this broadcasts or the day after. Regardless, it will be on Amazon and I'll be blasting it to the world. (laughs) It's called Create Your Monarch. So go get it. I don't make that much money on it, but it has everything that you need as an entrepreneur in there, I promise. By breaking down your growth strategy into these smaller actionable steps, you can reduce that risk and it'll make it easier for you to track your progress. So take those goals, put them into my Create Your Monarch daily planner, plan them out, starts with your monthly, then you break that monthly down into the weekly. You have a, I do a 90 day plan, you break all of that down and then you go into the day to day. You start with your gratitude first, 
It'll be on your left side of the daily planner. <laughs> and then you have your daily planner, which also incorporates your greatness tracker. How many people are you talking to? What are you having for lunch? Who are you meeting for dinner? How much water are you drinking? Did you do exercise today? All of it's in there. And you're writing your goals down every single day. Because the more that you connect what you're thinking about and your vision and putting pen to paper, the more quickly it will reveal itself in your current space. The second reason, and I can relate to this, I don't have a husband. I don't have a trust fund that's funding my life. It's lack of funds. It is something that no matter where you are on the financial scale, everyone confronts this mindset obstacle. There are so many free resources. Just Google it, go to YouTube. I literally watched a YouTube video from a guy. I may drop it into the notes. That's how profound it was for me. This kid, and I call him a kid that like, I would have been so pissed off if somebody called me a kid when I was like 27 or 28, but he quit his $15 an hour job to start a YouTube channel. And he now, and that was four years ago, he started it four years ago, and he now regularly generates $200,000 a month. You got to get over yourself, y'all. You, you just like, there is no perfect way. And the reason he is where he is today is because he left the security, and I'm using air quotes, which you can't see me doing, of a $15 employee job so that he could just find a way and he failed and failed and failed and failed and then something stuck and then he failed and then something stuck and then he failed and failed and then something stuck. Listening to him, I was having this flashback of my life of, and I was telling this to a friend of mine the other day of when I started Live Excellence and how freaking afraid I was to put myself out there as a coach and a speaker. I was terrified. It was so like, I look back now and go, oh my God, but I had to go through that and I could not be here if I did not start there. Zero exceptions. I showed up y'all for two years solid. You literally can scroll back to 2017 and 2018 in my Facebook and you will see post after post after post after post after post of me sharing about health. And how important it is for you to focus on your health. Because I was building my isogenics business. I know people thought I had lost my mind. And the funny thing was, is I had to deal with people's projections and fears of their own restrictive views of themselves that were put onto me. I grew up with a dad who owned five businesses. Now, my mother did walk a pretty straight and narrow path, but because of my dad, she was able to not only be a school teacher, but have a bridal business. But like I said, I don't have a husband by choice and I don't have a trust fund. So I get that lack of funds can be a, a constantly interwoven thing, but just go with it, y'all. Like other people's money, Robert Kiyosaki, like he lives off of other people's monies and he's a freaking billionaire. Just make your decision of what you're going to keep as your concrete block holding you back and keeping you under the water or just cut that chain and just float to the top and not give a rat's ass what other people think and show up the way that you know you are called to show up. One other thing about lack of funds, you can partner 
with other agents and service providers to share the cost. Listen, you guys, there are, I know title reps can't do it, but videographers, photographers, clearly mortgage people, like there are so like local businesses that would love to partner with you and co-sponsor financially any marketing efforts. It's a no brainer for them. You probably have potentially more of a reach than they do and, or you're at least supplementing their reach. Get out of your head and into taking action because lack of funds is just an excuse. It's just a mindset. The last thing that I'm going to address when it comes to the things that maybe your common fears is time constraints. Well, you know, when we were having the COVID effect, I could see when agents, you know, like, oh my God, I can't even keep my head above water because I'm writing 20 contracts a day and, you know, maybe only one or none are sticking and we're starting all over again tomorrow. So that's not the day that we're living in right now. And I don't know that that will ever be back, at least not in my lifetime. You have time. You have the time. It's about, it's, this is probably the, one of the top three issues that I run into with agents. And I tell them, get me your calendar. Show me your calendar and I'll be able to see your checkbook. And there are agents that are like, okay, no problem, no problem. Yay. Okay. Yeah. And then they'll put up their Google calendar and they'll like have these massive blank spaces in their calendar. And I'm like, well, what the hell were you doing then? And they're like, well, I was running around. I'm like, no, no, no. This is like a food diary. You need to be accountable for the massive waste of time of stuff that you do every day. And the only way that you're going to do that is by documenting every 15 minutes what you're doing for at least two or three days. And then you can come to me and tell me you don't have time. If you've done that and I look at it and go, holy Jesus, Sally Sue, you're like crushing it. Then, okay, next, let's figure out like, how do we hire someone to do $100 or less? If the pay to do these jobs are $100 or less, then you shouldn't be doing them. You should be paying somebody else to do them. There's a way to get back some time. But the easiest way to overcome this mindset of time constraints as it being an obstacle is to prioritize your task. And like I said, delegate the non-essential tasks to either other team members, other service providers, or hire a virtual assistant or someone else, you know, that's a hundred dollars or less to do these things for you. And as I said, you know, in the beginning, when it comes to the technology, if you're not blocking out time for education, if you're not blocking out dedicated time each week to learn about new technologies, if you're not blocking out dedicated time for business planning and strategy at the beginning of the month, at the beginning of the week, I do mine on Sundays at six o'clock. It's on my calendar, been on my calendar for almost a decade. So by making growth a priority and setting aside this dedicated time for yourselves, I can assure you that you will be reinvesting all of this back into your business because you'll be able to handle your daily responsibilities at a higher level. I mean, ultimately, honestly, the key to these fears and obstacles is to have a growth mindset and be willing to take calculated risk to achieve these goals. So by investing in your growth, you'll be able to build a more sustainable and clearly more successful business over the long term. So I hope this has been helpful. Don't come back to me and tell me that chat GPT gave you all of this information because he, he, she, it didn't. This is Lala talking here. We're going into a time, into a space 
that if you're sitting back and commenting on how other people are showing up, you ain't going to be around, sister. You ain't going to be around. You hearing me? This is the Kentucky girl telling you some real talk. Put your blinders on, shut your mouth, and get to work showing up for yourself. That is 10,000% said with massive amounts of love. But it's also coming from a place of, I am so exhausted from watching agents just mealy mouth, you know, tiptoe, tiptoe, and just peter around. Like, get out of the business. Seriously. There are too many awesome agents out there that deserve the business. If you're ready to play at the level that you were called to be and do, I will be in the stands cheering. Actually, no, I'll be like on the track with my pom-poms and my cheerleading outfit because I was a cheerleader. I will always be a cheerleader. I am your girl. I will, I've got your back. If you don't want to use me as a coach, I do not take that personally because I am not for everybody, as you can see, because <laughs> I am tired of people not showing up at the same level that I have to do every single day. So I don't want you in my space if you can't play at this level, but I will cheer you on as you start to climb happily. All right. God bless you. Go play big girl and join us in November in New York at the Dream Big Girls Weekend, November 10th, 11th, and 12th, New York City. Go to girldreambig.club. Put your name on the wait list. I'll see you there. Y'all have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Dowdy underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you. Thank you.